This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to read somewhere in Romans chapter 8. Are you set? Romans chapter 8. Turn your Bibles there. Romans 8. Remember I said last week, you don't respond. You don't cancel one thought with another thought. You respond to thoughts with the word. With the word of God. With words. Hallelujah. When a wrong thought crosses your mind, you respond by speaking. Praise the Lord. So, and for everything... Every suggestion, every word, but I ought to get something across to us this morning to get everybody to understand that you, you already believe that, but or you already know that. But the word believe is a very strong word. What you believe, you actually walk in it. If you are not walking in it, you don't exactly believe it. So there are many things we know about God, but we are yet to believe about God. If you do believe, you are going to walk in them. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, one of some things that you need to believe is the fact that life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Amen. Amen. So, when we started talking, when we started this series, I told you that Apostle Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. That means, though we wear ties, skirts, blouse, but we must understand that we live in this physical world, but life is beyond what we see. Hallelujah. And on Wednesday, we had a good time to look into the word on Wednesday. And we're looking at the fact that, I think I said that, I just want to add something to that today. God does not joke with words. And what you do with six days of fasting and prayer, you can use one sentence to destroy. This is why a spiritual, when you talk about a spiritual man and a mature Christian, how you recognize one is by the kind of words that they use. In the physical world, when a baby is born, everything he picks up or she picks up, she takes it to the mouth. Is that right? <laughs> so, if they see cockroach and you are not there, whatever they see, anything you give to a child, they take it straight to their mouth. Your mouth says a lot about your spiritual level. And what is called the power of the age to come will not function in your life as it should until you are able to control your words. And the reason for that is God is being merciful to you because when there is a level of anointing that flows from you and you said the wrong thing, the realm of the spirit don't recognize. They do not recognize that you are joking. That was just an error. They don't recognize that. So that made Jesus to give that warning that we read on where he said, Matthew 12, 35 to 37, that you shall give account of every idle word that you speak. Every idle word that you speak. So, at times, don't bother to pray when you are laid the wrong foundation in the place of words. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? This is the greatest spiritual warfare that humanity will fight and any Christian we go into. No matter the demonic spirit operating in any family, if there is a Christian that is the light of that family, that orders his conversation are right, are right, those demons will leave. Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh and he finds nothing in me. When the devil comes and he stays with you because he has found something in you. And it's in your words. Hallelujah. 
the angel came to Daniel where we read Daniel chapter 9 and he said I have come because of your, your words and we established that if angels are called by words demons are called by words also I, I won't get to this one today but one of the things that I want us to the way human beings view words is not the way God views it so when Satan said that I will ascend my throne above the throne of God I will become like the most high a sentence was sent, in, sent from heaven immediately thou shalt be brought down they weren't going to allow that word to sail through. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes, Praise the Lord. Words are spiritual. Hallelujah. This is very important. So, I want to read Romans 8, 6. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. The Bible says, For to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is what? Hallelujah. What is carnality? I know it's a carnal man. To be carnally minded, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded about your marriage is death. To be carnally minded about your finances, zero money. Then you hear people say, I'm broke. To be carnally minded about anything, there is only one destination. The Bible says death. It begins to wither away. Are you following me? But to be spiritually minded, life and peace. To give life to something, you have to be spiritually minded. And who is a spiritual man? Or who is a man with a spiritual mind? Very simple. You see, Jesus is talking about, the Bible is talking about something very important here. John 6, 63. Let's read it. John chapter 6, verse 63. It said that it is the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing. But the words that I speak to you, they are what? The words that I speak to you, they are spirits. So when the Bible said that to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The words that I speak to, they are spirit and they are life. That life is equal to the word of God. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. All I'm saying is this. <laughs> we, we share a bit of that always. Honestly, except you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit and He helps you. It's not a very easy thing to do. And I told you on Wednesday, I was sure when the Lord said that to me also that why have they prayed for Nigeria severally and um, people say, I don't want to say that nothing is changed because things are changing. So why have, and the Lord showed me, I was shocked. And every Nigeria, after praying for Nigeria, goes out again to say that this country is finished. As soon as you are about to receive an answer, the devil will see to it that on the outside, something will make you say the wrong thing. And once you do, you lose that control, you lose that answer. Are you following me? As soon as we pray for Nigeria, several days of fasting, you are going to hear that the governor has done something. You just read the paper that this governor did this. You see what we're saying? Ah, there's no for this. <laughs> but the Bible said that by the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. It's amazing how God is waiting on us to do things in our lives. We think, no, Satan understands this very well. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Can it be more explicit than that? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Wow. Your future is in the words that you speak. That must have been the reason. When David saw Goliath, ah, let your actions 
let them follow words spoken first of all. If you're about to start a venture, declare the end of that venture before you start. Are we together? Is somebody enemy this morning? Let me hear loud amen. amen. It's like, it's very cold this morning, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Declare. That's what the Bible says. You know, the Bible says that be imitators of God. Is that Ephesians chapter 5? All right. Ephesians 5 1. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, I just want to read this. Ephesians 5. I thought I'll be brave this morning. Be ye followers. How many put your Bible? Your Bible has the word imitators. Can I see your hand? Not the word follower. If you have a Bible that says be be ye therefore imitators of God. Thank you. As ch- children beloved. So, <laughs> the Bible is saying that act exactly like your heavenly father. Alright? Now, let's speak one aspect of God. Where is that scripture? Is it Isaiah for that? Declaring the hand from the beginning. Isaiah for the six of us say my counsel shall stand. I want us to read. Remember now, these are instructions from the Bible. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pausing to actually try to say, I am hoping this is actually sliding into somebody. When you tell people that there is an enemy in your family for seven days and they are ready to do that, I have been born again since I was in GSS3. I've been born again for about 25 years. I have watched people go this way. They are never, they are never delivered once. The cycle continues forever because they are entangled by the words of their mouth. They do not understand spiritual laws. That when we say we are fighting, that was why I told that vision. I don't like going to visions. I prefer to show you the word of God. But I explained that vision to you that when Jesus showed the man eventually that he was sending angels on earth to attend to a matter. The, the man thought the angels would carry some weapons only for him to see when they, when they faced the host of hell, some horrific and horrible demons that appeared before them. He said he thought they were engaged in battle instead of that the angels were just speaking and demons were falling apart. It is in the words. But many don't know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say if I lock myself in, now that's not enough. For that. That's why people we look for water and look for things. They do not understand the value of words. That's more powerful than all those things. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. So the Bible says, let's start from verse 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am God. There is none. I am God. There is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are yet done. My counsel shall stand and I will do my pleasure. So, God looks at the end. He talks about the end, not the immediate. Are you following me? Okay, Romans chapter 4 verse 23. And maybe I will end with this. So, be, remember, imitate God. That's what we are told to do in Ephesians 5. Imitate God. And now we are seeing how God operates. He said, I am the Lord. I declare the end from the beginning. I declare the end from the beginning. Hmm. Um, no, uh, it's tiger not at the promise of God who was full of faith. Give it up. I want God who give life to the dead, calling things that be not as though they were. What was that? Nineteen. Oh, start from seventeen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Is somebody following me this morning? Hallelujah. You know, I want on Wednesday become spiritual to the point that before you say anything, think very well. 
This is why this scripture will help you. Pray without ceasing. That means when you are not just in me praying, if you cultivate the habit of every 30 minutes or thereabout you are praying, it will help you, it will set a kind of seal on words coming out of your mouth. Praise the Lord. Except you are in the spirit regularly, you will say the wrong stuff. It's not only Nigeria, everywhere. The word is too dark for you not to say something wrong in two hours. I'm sick and tired of this thing. Then later you are sick. You, 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 I just showed you what Jesus said. You know, what I'm sharing with you, there are Christians who will get angry. Like, is, it, is it that, is it that much? Well, but they are Lord, they claim to be following, said that they will account for every idle word. That means God does not consider any word useless. Anything you say, <laughs> like they say, can be used against you. <laughs> Certainly, it's not heaven's God that is against you. It's hell. Heaven does the antagonize, but hell will see to it. Demons wait for this word. No, I'm beginning to understand what the Bible says that your enemy, the adversary, is running like going about seeking whom to devour. He's going around waiting for somebody to say something that they can ride on. And enter into the person's life. Hallelujah. Amen. It shocked me when I read the account of one of the greatest women of God to have worked on this earth who died of heart attack. In a crusade one day she was talking. She said, I can die of anything including heart attack. In a crusade. And before the end of that year she was down with heart attack because of the level of anointing that she carried. This is very important. This is very important. I will never say everybody is broken in Nigeria. Number one, it's not true. Number two, it is not the word of God. Yes, when people start talking by faith, there are kind of Christians who get angry. Let's be realistic. I have found out there's nothing realistic about the spirit word. Yes, Standing and praying in tongues doesn't make sense to any. I'm, I'm, I am not practicing my Christianity to appeal to any man. They are too small to determine our case. You know, there are those who try to line up when there are people around. Brother, I don't care. Whether I'm in Europe, I'm in America, when I enter and eat and I want to pray, I pray over my food. I don't care. You are too small to intimidate my faith. Some Christians cannot open Bible, cannot hold Bible in the public. They, they just keep it. Because some people are around to say that your own is too much. If my own is, that is your headache. Are you, are you following me? Thank God I grew up with scripture, you know, and I have not changed. I'm still as you. Oh, well, we didn't believe we were in Jesus that time, but we are Jesus now. But we are still as you. <laughs> are you. Are you following me? It's amazing how people, you know, let's be careful. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say all of them, they are saying that they are blessed. They are broke, I know them. That's how a carnal man interprets things. How can I see I'm fine when I know I'm sick? No problem. But the Bible says that let the weak say I am strong. What you have not done is that you have not actually answered the question. Have you accepted the word of God, the Bible as the word of God? If your answer is yes, you will know you are wrong. If your answer is no, it's not every Christian has accepted the word of God as the final authority. That's why they will get angry when another Christian is practicing the word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am made a father of many nations before whom he believed. Even God... Now, what is God's attribute here? Let's read the next thing together. I want us to read this loud and clear together. Let's go. As though, glory to God. 
this is saying something about God. He quickens the dead, and this is how he does it. He calls things that be not. Woo, hallelujah. Things that be not. He doesn't look at things. God calls things that be not as though they were. So he looked at Abraham, a childless man, and he called him, he was Abraham, but he called him Abraham, a father of many nations, calling the things that be not as though. So God was addressing Abraham who had no child as a man who had nations. And shortly after that, Abraham, and the Bible says, be imitators of God. Some of us, listen to me, which I've said, we, we, at the leader's devotion this morning, we still prayed for Nigeria. But let's get this fact straight. It is true. The world will never know die, economically or whichever way, to the point that God will say that. You see, even me, God, I'm tired. One, one activist was taking me up, and I asked the guy, question. that was why he kept quiet. I said, you believe God is somebody. He said, definitely, everybody knows that. I said, so the one you call Almighty, you said, let's be honest, Nigeria is affecting all of us. So you are saying that the one you call Almighty can get to a point in his power that he says that, ah, everybody, <laughs> the situation in the country is now so terrible that even in heaven, the famine is reaching this. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God says, you know, my children, I want to help you, but your country is so broke now that there's nothing even me can do about it. You know, I'm the Almighty. That's not true. That kind of person is not qualified to be called God. If he's the Almighty, no matter what, is what all true. Is what all true. No matter what, no matter where. Are you with me? It's our desire we intercede that the nation to get it right. As a matter of fact, I'm beginning to correct some of my friends now. You know, we've made that mistake before. You remember? When we put lights on these streets, we, we put it on Facebook, and we are not... The Church of Christ should never announce your charity to satisfy press. Jesus said, we have to choose who we obey. Jesus said, your right hand should not know what your left hand is doing. But they want us to be... We are not philanthropists. We don't give things because we are trying to receive applause. We give things because we are commanded by God to give it. And our Father who sees in secret will reward openly. Amen. Many times are getting to that temptation now because of the level of Christian going now. Now, so you want to feed the poor and put the picture up. You lose your reward if you do that. Jesus said so. Press and they are not our God. Who is afraid of them anyway? Till Jesus comes, the church will never be right before some people. So prepare for persecution. We should even thank God they are not cutting our head now. When the apostles brought the gospel, they died for the gospel. And you know what? Many of us, our life is on the gospel. We don't care. So, you know, people now are moved because of the... So, every, so every church now, you know, they give to widow, they take the picture and put it on press, then press you applaud you and say, oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. This is what churches should be doing. <laughs> we don't need the approval. And if you are a Christian also, if you give to somebody, don't announce it. You don't need to appear good to anybody. You know, one of the things I love very much about this church that I love so much, some of the biggest givers in the church, I don't even know them. People send money to church every night. I don't know those who send it. So as I'm looking at all of you, I don't know who is giving and who is not giving. That's why we don't say that if you're a tata, come and let's pray for you. We don't do all that. If you are persuaded, give. If you are not persuaded, no problem. We don't, I mean, 
you are not a factor. Are you following me? Yes, sir. If we want to, like, if we want to make, we make an announcement, we make it general. We are not looking up to anybody when we make an announcement, okay? Like we are planning to locate, church wants to locate. We just make an announcement. Give us, and the answer, the, the thing is that give as the Lord has blessed you. We don't level anybody and we are not looking at anybody. As I make an announcement, you are not looking at one millionaire. Okay, are you hearing what we are saying now? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Let me tell you the truth, which I just want to say here. Whatsoever you do for God in a church, be careful not to receive praise for what you do. And don't feel big about it. Otherwise, you make it, it will, you'll be removed and someone else. If a church puts a man up as their financier, they have killed the man. And it has happened to many people who were called out to be celebrated as the givers. When you say a man sponsors the church, the gate of hell will face that man. And they cannot withstand the gates of hell alone. Are you following me? Yes, sir. If you are very hardworking, you are popular in the church, you are the one setting up things and everything, don't let them begin to tell you that church can't run without you. You are looking for trouble. Yes, sir. And that's the truth. See, this guy, see the way they, the way they play the instrument. They, they, I believe they are the best in the world. You saw the instrumentals they did today. We've had people before them who could not play half, play like half of what they and they felt big, but we've never begged anybody. Just some of them will just call, you know, somebody will come late and we assume that you should not say anything because he's a good player. Not me. And they have left. Has he affected? No. One came back about three years after and he found that at the choir he met on ground, he could not even fit in again. But when he was around, we all thought he was the superstar then. If it is God, if I am not here, this church will move on free of charge. Because God started the church. The last time I was away, I received too many reports of how wonderful Pastor Joshua's message was. I was in America, I got the message myself. I was lying down the morning, I was about to go and preach somewhere in Texas, and the message blessed me mightily. It is not about me. You know, I joined them to arrange chairs on Wednesday at times. So if I have to go travel to go and preach somewhere, I have to go to Chocoto or whatever. I don't say that as ah, Sunday service. I am here this morning because of responsibility. That this is what I'm called to do. But if the Lord sends me to go and do something else also, I won't think twice. This service we hold. Apart from pastors, there are many non-pastors who can preach very well. If at times I wonder why you guys listen to me. I believe many people here can preach more than me. <laughs> I don't know how you find it hard to believe. You believe me because you listen to me a lot. You've not listened to other people so many times. Like Dr. Ebele now is a Bible scholar. Pastor Joshua, Pastor Bonnie preaches like Josh Mayer. There's an anointing. My wife is heavily anointed. Pastor Shadi, all the pastors, out of all of them, I'm the poorest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you following me? Is somebody with me? This is very important for us to get. So let me just end this way. <laughs> He called. So, if you, are imita- if you are to imitate your heavenly father, this should be how you operate also. Is that right? You declare the end from the beginning. You call things that be not. So, if you have 50,000 in your account, what do you say if you are looking for 5 million? You declare the end from the beginning. There is a 5 million to do that project and the project is done. Are you following me? Yes, sir. 
Praise the Lord. You don't say you are about to build. You talk about the father. It has been built. Oh, David saw this. He captured it as a 17-year-old boy. When he saw Goliath, he said, Thou comest against me with sword and spear. He said, I come against you in the name of the Lord God, the Lord of God of the army of Israel. But he added something. He said, This day, I will take off your head. And the Bible said there was no sword in his hand. When you are making a statement of faith, don't bother about details. Say the end. Say the end. David saw Goliath and said, The end of the matter is that your head will be off your neck. I don't have sword to do it. I don't need sword to do it. One thing I know is that by the time this evening is coming, your head is in my hand. Glory to God. You will not see rain. You will not see wind. Yet your valley will be filled with water. I don't, I, 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 the, all the instruments are not around me now, but one thing is certain. In seven days' time, I will do this and this and this by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the declaration of a Christian. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I remember, I mean, it's, it's, our, it's our firstborn, my brother. They, we went for the introduction of the secondborn. I'm the uh, third guy. The secondborn, we came to Lagos for his introduction. And they, on that day, we got there so late. We came from my boat. I went to do so. I was even wondering. We go. I was in then. So I brought my parents to Lagos, you know. And when it, it was, when it ended, they gave us food as usual. We had a good time. Because a lady was in UI with us, or a good friend of my pastor morning. And now they are married. You know, when they picked a date on that day, our firstborn was not even in a relationship. But I remember on the way on our way home, he looked at the second man, his man. He said, "You know what?" They picked December for your wedding. Well, one thing is started, I will get married before you. And that was June. He did not even have a girlfriend. Now, he did have a girlfriend, but we got to do the introduction of the second born. But now we just said that, you see, he said, I will get married before you. And you know what? That year, he got married in November. And the second one got married December. It's amazing. Whosoever shall say, and you will not counter what you have said. Are you with me? This thing can be, you know, I told you many, many times, I, I, you remember, many of you, that, some of you were, were living with me that time, remember, you remember, I've told you over and over again. When we got married and for the first few years, when she couldn't concern it, it was a, 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 a big issue, I know, from one hospital to another, and then when it looked, at that point, you know, one of the days, she now had operation, and now it looks like very, but I remember that I sat down, I just really go into some scriptures then on fruitfulness. Thou shalt not be barren. I meditated on this so much that God said to them, Thou shalt not be barren. And I began to, that day I was worshiping. I felt an anointing. And as soon as I was through, I think I went to the kitchen to throw something in my mouth. I was just coming out back. A friend of mine just called, who I had not seen for a long time. He said, So is your wife pregnant now? I said, Yes. That was the month she got pregnant. Nine months after she delivered. When I say that yes didn't come from my mind. Honestly, I would have said that she just had the operation. It came from my spirit. Because out of the abundance of the earth, the enemy has a way of, you would have said, oh, you know, I don't know what to do. Then you call yourself, but if you catch yourself saying the wrong, to correct it immediately. Say in Jesus' name, I know what to do. Don't pray for direction. When you have said it many times, I, I don't, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. The angels will be like, we want to tell you what to do, but you said you are confused. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't use words like that. I'd rather say that I'm, if I'm not sure what I'm thinking, I'm thinking. 
I'm confused. A child of God cannot be confused. And I corrected many of you in my office. Just come to office and say, Pastor, I'm confused. Don't, you are not confused. Because if I don't correct you, whatever you are going to say, you say you are, you are not confused. A Christian cannot be confused. The Spirit of God is inside you. The Holy Ghost. And He wants to show you, your, he wants to show you the way. It's amazing how much God loves us and is interested in each person here. Everybody. Glory to God. And in this end time, you will fly. When we were praying this morning, we were remembering some of the words we received from God some years back when we were having this devotion. And Pastor Bailey said this morning that everybody here, as we move, this nation will hear of you in your field. You know, we said that many times. You've seen people operating. We thank God for all those who are operating. We are not against anybody and we are not taking anybody out. But many of you are rising. And new faces are coming on board. Yeah. Shout a living amen. Yeah. So this is the way to read. The word. The word. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will always use the right word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We will always use the right word. Even in conversing with people. Let me show you this. We'll close with this. Psalm 50 verse 23. Psalm 50 verse 23. That's very, a very powerful scripture also. The Bible said that he that sacrifice, sacrificed a thanksgiving offering, a thanks offering will glorify me. God is glorified when you are thanking him and when you sacrifice. You know, I've said this before. I understand the kind of wrong teachings on giving, you know, and a lot of things that are unscriptural. But do not let what is unscriptural that people are doing also stop you from doing what is scriptural. Are you with me? Yes, Human beings are in the habit of moving to the other side. If you have seen people using gimmicks to get money from people, that doesn't stop the real giving. You check your Bible and do that which is original. That's all. So there are, of course, there are many things going on, many things going on. See, and I, I'm careful to say that some of the people who might be saying this might not exactly be bad people. There are, there are funny ones among us who are. But some other people, it's just a doctrine they've come to believe. Now, Take, just let the person know that I do not accept this doctrine. But don't see the person as an enemy. Because all of us could have made the same mistake. You understand what I'm saying? Adjustment will be made as the right teaching is spreading through the body of Christ, which is happening right now. Amen. Amen. So that's the truth. So there are so some people, they are wonderful people, but we know this aspect, uh, no, no, this is not exactly scriptural. And the reason for all these things is that people will not pray by themselves. The, in New Testament gospel, I, I hope nobody in this church will go and make this mistake. I've corrected many of you have come to me and I'll just be like, you go and pray. How can I tell you who to marry? Am I the one that wants to marry? I can advise, I can, you can ask you, I can ask, but I cannot tell you. You go and pray and choose your wife because you are the one that will live with her and choose your husband. That's all. If God reveals anything to which he has done many times, I won't even tell you, I'd rather pray. I cannot rule your life by vision. In New Testament, there's no mediator between you and God anymore. Every Christian can talk to God directly. So you are supposed to be taught the world. People can agree with you. They can pray with you. But praying with you is different from praying for you. What some people want is people to pray for them. Why they do nothing? When you do that, you will meet somebody who will cheat you and deceive you. Even the most accurate prophet, prophetic, prophetic ministry is real, no doubt about that. Even the most accurate prophets, and I've seen that a friend that I have who is a prophet, if you continue to let them lead you, 
you are still going to make a mistake. Because we know in parts. Papa Egil said that the best prophet cannot override the scripture. We know in parts. That's the truth. One day I will will explain to you why prophecies fail at times and you're going to understand. You know, that is why if you're anointed with the gift of prophecy, be very careful. Don't be quick to talk. And that's why you don't carry the cloud and that I just gave the word. If you do, God will see to you that you give one one day and it won't come to pass. Not because he wants to embarrass, he wants to teach you something. Elijah said, when Elisha said, when Naboth killed, when uh, Ahab killed Naboth, Elijah stood at the palace and he said openly, he said to Ahab, dogs will lick your, lick your blood, the very spot where you shed Naboth's blood. But on his way back home, Ahab heard the prophecy and he became very repentant, sat on his bed and he wouldn't allow entertainment that night. And God said to Elisha, what you said will not happen. I suspend it. It will happen when, when his son is born. Now, if you were a servant, the king's PA, and you heard Elisha saying that the dog will lick and that didn't happen, what would you say of Elisha? What would you say of Isaiah, who came to the palace and said to Ezekiah, put your house in order, thou shalt die. You begin to understand what annoyed Jonah. That was why Jonah did not want to answer God. If you understand God, eh, and you have the gift of the Spirit, you will hide. You will operate at the leading of the Holy Spirit and no glory in it. Jonah was a key prophet. He understood this very well. So when God said, go to Nineveh, the guy ran away. He went to Tashish. <laughs> and if your Bible has a map, Tashish is direct opposite. That's what you call perfect disobedience. Jonah did not just disobey. He showed God that anime lost it. So, and when there was storm and everybody was dying, the guy was sleeping. He just knew that. This God can't kill me. I have a message to deliver. And, and God arranged him. He got to the Navy. When he gave the prophecy, go and read his prophecy. He said, in three days, this city shall be destroyed. He did not give a condition of repentance. He just said, in three days, it will be destroyed. And he went to sit down on the mountain. If you read this tree very well, those people had persecuted them before. So offense was part of his message. So he said, in three days, this thing will be wiped off. And he went to sit down. And Jonah was so terrible. He sat on the mountain calculating days when the fire will fall. He wanted to see the film. But the king of Nineveh unexpectedly started praying. Animals fasted. Everybody fasted for three days. And God said that, Jonah, my compassion is more important than your reputation. As soon as God said, was going to destroy them again? Jonah, look at what he told God. You are, why he ran the first place? He said, this was what I said before. That I know you are merciful. That when you ask a prophet to say something, you now change your mind later. I will now lose my sense. So I didn't want to get my sense, but with your business. <laughs> and God said, bro, Jonah, that there are thousands of people in this city, innocent children. You will have them die just because of your reputation. Don't be too hasty to talk for God. Hallelujah. You pray and ask God, what shall my year be like? He will now tell you based on his program for your life, what he's going to do in your year, in 2019. Otherwise, you receive general prophecy and put it on a sticker and put it on your car. But there's nothing in your life that resembles that prophecy. We'll come back to this later. Show me King James, please. Yes. Anybody that offers praise glorifies me. If that others his conversation aright, what will happen? Jesus said, destroy this temple and I will build it in three days. Before the temple was destroyed. He was talking about his body. Declaring the hand from the beginning. It is one prayer we can pray that Lord, 
set a watch over my mouth. Can you pray? August is saying September is starting. You can actually start with September. 30 days of saying nothing amiss. Oh, Jesus, I trust you. I know it's not by power, it's not by might. I mean, it's too easy to say something. But I commit myself to your hands, Heavenly Father. I believe your power is flowing through my mouth. So I'm going to, by the power of the Holy Spirit, watch the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.